Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Goblets and Gates. This is an one another in our uh, one shots in Cyrene. Uh, this time, we will jump into the past and uh, explore maybe one of the first encounters that our party had with the outside world. Uh, I am Aubrey. I am your GM. I will toss it over to my players tonight to introduce themselves, who they are, and who they're playing. Uh, so yeah, just tell me who you are, where people can find you on the internet, and who you are playing. Hello, I am Dusty. I use they, he pronouns. Uh, you could find me online on the interwebs at Dust E Hill in most places. You could also find me as the person behind the Twitter account of Well Season Stories at Season Stories. And today I'm here. We're not are we introducing characters yet? Um you just say who you're playing, yeah. Cool. I'm playing Say Slow, a flesh warp sylph gunslinger. Also a ghost hunter. That is all. Hi, everyone. I'm Mariam. I use they, them pronouns, and you can find me on the bird app at, um, at media underscore junkie. And I am a podcaster, streamer, and general TRPG person in the interweb. So you can find me lurking around in Utopia. And today I will be playing Curiosity, a catfog rogue. Hi everyone, uh, I'm Rook, I use he and they. Um, you can find me on Twitter at RJKGames, and today I will be playing Orion, Nine Stars, uh, Goblin Champion. Hi, I'm Tick, I use he, she, they pronouns. You can find me usually on Goblets and Gaze. And I think that's it. I don't really use Twitter that much, to be completely honest. I just, yeah. I don't open it. Mm, <laughs> but yeah. for you to contact me, probably message Goblins and Gaze and be like, I want the furry. Yeah. Please. Thanks. Bring out the furry. Bring the furry. Uh, and today I will be playing everyone's lovable monk, except in the past. So a bit more, you'll see. <laughs> Um, yeah, back before things started in season one. So we'll start things off by visiting a location that we in the show have seen before, and I will describe it. It is Rose's Tower. Uh, it is this very large tower in the middle of the city of Celsi. You are all standing sort of in what is considered the lab. Uh, you know, you see Rose herself. She's a little bit shorter, uh, sort of messy dark hair, giant wizard's hat, uh, and sort of alchem lots of alchemical stains on her clothes. Uh, and currently, her glasses are pushed up on top of her head. And around you, there are bookshelves overflowing with books of pretty much any kind of subject that you could, like, want to research. Uh, there are a few tables with alchemist components on it, things like that. And uh, and then there's sort of her main desk piled high with books. Uh, and then there is uh, this velvet cloth covering something round shaped. Uh, currently, she is standing in front of her desk looking at all of you. And now is actually a pretty good time to describe what you all look like. Okay. Say slow is tall, like 
seven foot two tall. Uh, but most of their features are obscured because they're wearing a very, very long hooded duster. Um, so they are kind of like not not like being that edgy, but they're behind everyone, just kind of like not saying anything. Um, and occasionally they kind of have um, this thing where they um, have like almost like almost like a fidget thing, but it's really just like this small, um, very shiny rock that they are moving between their one of their fingers. And every time like you see their hand move, you see like small cracks going up this like dark brown skin and um, air seems like, like misty air seems to be escaping from it at all times. And under the hood, again, covering most of the features, you see uh, bright yellow eyes. That's it. Uh, Kiri is sitting down uh, wearing a very bright red, uh, I guess, trench coat. And uh, has uh, a very uh, noticeable necklace that has uh, lots of little it's it's uh, got l lots of little dag like what looks like daggers or knives around it and has regardless of where their faces uh, facing or who they're looking at their ears are, are always twitching always in a direction of some like hearing something or doing something um and that's where sort of the twitchy part of their character is but their face is absolutely straight uh their um very calm demeanor and uh they're just uh, sitting there taking in the atmosphere uh, oh and their cat folk as well <laughs> Um, Orion Linestar's uh, goblin, as I mentioned, uh, a tail goblin um, wearing um, quite um, like dark colored um, scale mail um, armor, nothing um, too um, ostentatious except for a um, thick chain around their neck, at the end of which is a um a circular bit of metal with um an etching of a liar um at their um side is a rapier and on the other side is a very very good boy um this is uh toby a medium wolf with gray fur Uh, Orion is Toby is very good. He is the goodest boy. Yep. So uh yeah, you all stand in front of Rose. She goes, Well, um I wanna start off by uh just thanking you for this. I, I know this job actually is might be just a little dangerous, but uh promise good pay. Um so yeah, uh any of you want tea? I think I have some pastries somewhere. Do you have perhaps some catnip? 
He like looks around, just like, and I, I, I might. Uh, give me just just a moment. Um, she goes over to like a like a shelf of free agents, starts rustling around. Uh, and just he- my nose is just in it for a while, like smelling salts, and then occasionally I I, I take it out of I take my snout out of the jar. Well, one can never know when it uh, might be important, and I, I i think I spent like a day studying its possible alchemical uses. There are none. I mean, to the non-cat snout, perhaps? That's fair. I am i am most definitely not a cat. Um, but, um... Everyone good? May I keep this? Good. Yeah, sure, keep it. Um, I, I I don't have a lot of use for it, and I don't have a cat, so uh, yeah. Well, um, perfect. <laughs> yes, uh, about the job. Um, I recently, uh, for a while, I've been looking for this very specific tome. It's really hard to find. I think there are only maybe one or two copies in all of Cyrene. Uh, it's called Zulzrum's Tome of Soul Magic. Uh, and I think I've managed to finally track down a copy of it in a um, an old abandoned temple to Dolan. Um, Orion narrows his eyes and says, Why does it sound like you want a tome on necromancy? It's not a tome on necromancy per se. Um, I don't know a lot about Solstrom, but from any of my research, he um, was a very old and powerful wizard who studied many things like soul magic is one of the big ones. And I've been curious and I needed to complete a collection. Uh, give me a quick perception check, Ryan. Oh, gladly. Uh, come on, dice. Don't roll badly like literally every other time I've played Pathfinder. Ooh, that's a 27. 27. The more Rose starts talking about this, the more visibly nervous she starts to become. Uh, I hold up a hand to stop her rambling. Mm -hmm. Um, Deep breath. Inhale. Take a deep breath in. Exhale. (sighs) What is this book? All I know is that it's written by a very old, very powerful wizard, and it has to do with soul magic, which is a rather untapped vein of magic. Um, supposedly, it can involve bringing people back from the dead, um, like long dead people, like more than just like the normal, like couple of days that generally priests can do with their spells, and and also just sort of the study that of the magic that like is kept inside of every person. 
given that this is a specialized book and a magic book and to do with life and death, how well protected is it? And by protected, I mean magically. That is one thing I'm actually unsure of, um, simply because it is in an abandoned temple, um, slightly north of the mining town of Sandston. And uh, apparently um, it was sort of in a smaller encampment that eventually got overrun by like bandits, but you know, they've been cleared out for probably about 50 years. So uh, honestly, I, I don't know. I just hope that it's there. Um, could Saints kind of just look around the room to see if there's anything like sus, like to see if there's like anything obvious in here, why they want to use the soul magic? Sure. Or... Give me a perception. Cool. Ooh, that's a 27. Yes, that's a 6. 27. 27? Um, you're not sure specifically, but um, you do notice that she is constantly keeping herself between all of you and whatever is under the velvet cloth. Um, uh, say says, by the way, every time like say speaks as well, you also just see like some more mist coming from under the hood. I was like, is what you're trying to use this on under that velvet cloth over there? Well, I'm, I'm not trying to use it on anything. Um, <laughs> I just I want to read the book, I want to study it, I want to see if it's actually even real. I see. Um, you know, I heard Velvet is really good for polishing weapons. You mind if I just go over there really quick? Um, I mean, it, it, uh, she is trying to think of a reason to uh, uh, stop <laughs> walking you. over, walking <laughs> over. Uh, she's just sort of Can like. Can I knock something over the desk, like a like you know how a cat bats uh -huh. something as a distraction? Um, yeah, give me, um, either an, uh, acrobatics or a thievery check. Um, I will do acrobatics to just knock, like, something very delicate, but, like, you know, like some heavy glass or something, but not necessarily something that'll break, just to sort of be like, oh no, deal with this immediate emergency. Uh, so that is a 25. 25, yeah, you, uh, it's probably some sort of, like, al alchemical vial that's full of something that she's working on, and, but it, it seems to be, like, thick enough that, like, it's not going to shatter immediately when it hits the ground, but still, she kind of does a dive for it to attempt to catch it, and is therefore, like, she is no longer standing in front of whatever is under Oops, the clumsy me. <laughs> and then Sace is still walking over. Yeah. I'm just gonna like move the velvet cloth just away. Just pick up the whole thing. Uh, just the cloth? Yeah, I mean, if it's hide, if, does it look like there's obviously something under it? Uh, yes, there is. There is. It, it is 
on top of it, as it's on there, it is covering some sort of circular shape. Yeah, I'm just going to remove it just to like, uh -huh. yeah. Yep. Uh, and as you do, uh, you reveal a skull underneath of it. In, in its eyes are set gems, and where its teeth are be are other gems, and there are a few other gems poking out uh, the side of the head. And then, and this just goes, oh, no. <laughs> that, that's, that's nothing. It's just something I'm working on. I lean down, well, I kneel down to where, like, Rose is. I assume, like, on the floor, like, with the glass. Mm. Toby kind of, like, not, like, aggressively, just kind of, like, mm. big dog kind of, like, nosing at someone, just, like, with curiosity. Mm. But just kind of, mm. like... I need you to understand. You hired a champion with an oath to destroy undead, and you kept that, I point at the skull, in the room where you met with him and his companions. You were not supposed to see it. I am so sorry. It's in the room. Uh, it's... To be fair, it could be a decorative curiosity. Uh, would you keep a skull and want soul magic and not think that's us? <laughs> At this, actually, Sace is gonna reach like under hood, do a yanking motion, and pull out just this very large tooth. It's like, well, I mean, it's not a skull, but I have this dragon tooth. I'm that's not using cool. soul magic for this. Okay, that's Good. cool. <laughs> I mean, I have the sword game that has a very decorative anim- like, probably made from some animal bone or whatever, it's very pretty. Orion kind of like looks between the two of you, kind of like looks at Beans. <laughs> looks back at the two of you. Rose is still laying on the floor, clutching this vial, looking between all of you, and eventually he looks at all of you, looks at the skull, looks at all of you, looks back to the skull. <laughs> Did I touch the skull? Um, yeah. <laughs> or rather, attempt to touch the skull. <laughs> uh, like, I mean, I, can we uh, suss out what creature the skull belonged to? Like, humanoid, or like... Um... Yeah, give me, if you want to see what the skull might have come from, give me a medicine check if you have it. Sure. I am trained, so I can. Mm -hmm. uh, so that is a 23. 23? Um, you're pretty sure that um, in life, this skull belonged to a dwarf. And uh, Sace, as you reach out mm -hmm. uh, and uh, attempt to touch it, there's like a, this tiny little jolt, not enough to deal damage, but enough to like, you instantly kind of just pull your hand away. Mm -hmm. um, um, yeah, Sace reaches back and just kind of is now going to squat down a little bit to be quote unquote eye to eye with this. And just like, well, aren't you strange? Um, you can kind of see like a flash, a tiny, tiny flash in the gems of the eyes. Orion looks to Rose. I have a couple of questions for you. You may answer them yes 
with yes and no, but I would require you to tell me the truth. One. Okay. Are you trying to resurrect your skull friend over here? I think they're a dwarf. Your dwarf skull friend over here. Thank you, Kiri. Yes. Okay. Are you trying to resurrect them as a priest would, or with zombification or other undead methods? She she thinks about how to word this, and she just goes, "They've because of how they died. I can't bring them back through normal methods. Um, so I'm." I heard that the book might have something about how to build a homunculus that doesn't, you know, kind of crumble after about two days. So that's what I want the book for. I want to learn how to make a homunculus that doesn't just instantly die. So you're turning your dwarf friend into a robot? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, you can start talking anytime you want. She says the skull. <laughs> and you just sort of hear a, <laughs> hear a small chuckle coming from the skull. It, it's also, I want to help him. He's the one that really wants the book. <laughs> Curious. Um, we are getting paid for this, right? Yes. Um, uh, did I say 2,000 gold per person? I think I heard 2,200 gold. Oh, 2200 gold. That's that's a good number. That's a very nice even number. <laughs> it's a good even number. And Stace is going to stand him to their full height, which again is like seven foot three. And just, well, we're getting paid. We should get going. I guess we could have led with that. Orion deeply sighs and says to Rose, after this job, I will be watching you work, and if your friend is still whatever he is, by the end of your work, I will be forced to destroy him. And if not, I will leave you be. Am I understood? Completely! I mean, seems like a shame to go through all that work oh. to just destroy them in the end. <laughs> um, I... Rolled an uh, like I know you didn't ask, but I rolled uh -huh. an intimidate just for fun, and I rolled a natural twenty. Oh, uh, she's very intimidated. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. That's um, fun. And if anybody wants to, eh, give me a quick religion check. If you mm -hmm. want to maybe learn more about the skull. Uh, yep. Let me roll that plus one. Natural um, one. <laughs> I have a wait. I'm doing math. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I got a natural twenty. <laughs> um, oh, that's so, twenty-one. Yeah. So uh, I mean, it still bumps it up a little bit. Uh, so Orion, you just think it's probably just some sort of ghost, sort of maybe trapped within an object. Uh, and for Kiri and Sace. You're relatively sure that Orion just threatened a demi-lich. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, 
I, I lean over and kind of like stage whisper to um, Orion and say, you want to fight have have a fight with that our dwarven friend trust me i think sace is gonna slightly chuckle and start heading towards doors like well you know where to go bye rose bye demilich <laughs> you hear you hear a voice just go have fun don't die and Rose is just like, I use now to start talking. Bye. And stuff. I, hope, I hope, it, hope it goes well. I I walk out after Sace, um, but I take a deep sniff of the catnip jar and be like, nice nip. You're welcome. It's um, fresh. <laughs> Orion leaves the room muttering about Rose's incompetence to leave a demi-lich out with a champion and beans gives rose a friendly lick on the face and like trots out after orion i offer bean some catnip uh bean sneezes hmm. i guess you're not a connoisseur more for me i love that it seems to be everyone's first encounter with rose is bullying her <laughs> I love Rose so much, but she is so sus and doesn't know how to control it. No, she doesn't. <laughs> She's not even a wizard. She's an alchemist. That's valid. <laughs> um. So yes, you all leave Celsi and get on a boat and spend some time traveling. Um. Is there anything that you want to discuss uh, about the job while you're traveling? So, if we find the book, we're going to not read it or read it. I mean, I'm curious to see what's in it. I, I have no ability to do anything with that information. I just like knowing things. Assuming it's in a language we could read? Sure. Fair. I, I don't see a problem with it. I don't know what any of us... If it doesn't look quite gibberish to us, honestly, that's a win in, a, in and of itself. Do you think the book is cursed? Like, you know, whoever opens it will have a thousand fleas infest their armpits forever. You can't see it, but you could feel that Sace's eyebrows raised really high, um, kind of like in confusion, but just... I don't think the book itself is cursed, just what it does. Good, because the last time I opened a box, a really, 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 and I mean really old box, I spent a lot of time at the at the nearest healers. And just Whoa. do like a weird twitch that feels like sort of like a bug infestation, kind of like, you know, shiver. So eventually, you all have taken a boat to Osheim and head up through the land. Takes a few weeks, but eventually you find yourself to where the temple is located. And uh, 
Ian, no. Uh, and so eventually you all find yourselves towards near where the temple is. And skulking about the temple is uh, some weird-looking person. Smero, <laughs> who are you and what are you doing? Hi, I am the weird-looking fucking person that was just described. And in the front of this very obviously abandoned temple, this is very off-putting, is you see a very weird-looking person, like... Very gray skin, like light grayish hair, creepy red eyes and red teeth. It's very unsettling, this person. They have scars sort of on their face. And they're eating a picnic in front of a, an abandoned temple. Like they have like a cute little cup and like a little blanket laid down. They have like some snacks. They just they're just having a picnic in front of this temple. They seem very chill. They're enjoying their picnic. Don't think they've noticed any of you yet. This looks at the other two, just... Um... Is that... thing having a picnic? I thought this place was abandoned. Not a tourist... spot. Do you think we should say hello? Considering that they're having a picnic at a temple of the god of the underworld. Sure. I mean... Just make sure not to eat or drink anything. I've heard this tale where, you know, if you drink something or whatever offered, you become part of the underworld. I don't know, I've just heard of something like that. Uh, so we move towards Marrow. Are you trying to be stealthy about it, or are you just being like, hi, weird person? I'm in the back. Uh, I'm not being stealthy. I'm just kind of like walking, but like not necessarily making a loud sound because I don't think they do like Sis does when they walk. I'm sort of like, uh, while, while we're all sort of moving forward, uh, Curie is very kind of nervously touching uh, one of the little daggers that are on the necklace. Um, I think Orion like won't go stealthy, but I think he'll send um, I think he'll just like send um, what's his name? Uh, Beans uh, into like some brush to be stealthy. Uh, it's only a 16. I don't think I think uh Toby's probably more distracted by food than uh, a desire to be stealthy. Yeah, there's the the smell of actually pretty nice food. It's a very nice food. There's some little like biscuits and some tea. It's very nice. Uh well, if none of you are being careful about it, they will notice you. And you see this person kind of look go from just sipping like a cup of tea to looking at you. And then looking very surprised that other people are here. Just being like, oh! Uh... Hi? Y yeah, D would, would you like a... Would, I, ha I have some extra snacks if you'd like some? It's nice to meet you all. 
Really quickly, this is for me, Dustin. What are the snacks that Meryl brought, please? I need to know. Um, hmm. I'm going to say some sweet bread, probably. Like bread that is sweet or awful? Uh, it's, it's actually good sweet bread. Probably some, like, dried oh, meat. Nuts. Maybe some actually cooked meat. Some snacks. Um... As you hold out the meat, Beans goes crazy. And it's just the way, hello, yes, yes, hello. Oh, hi! Oh my gosh, you're so cute! Just gesture, I'm just looking at the dog, like, Mara's just looking at the dog, like, oh my god, you're so adorable, you look so soft! Because I assume he came out for the meat. Yes. Oh, is, is this one of your companions, or is this just a wild... Uh, mm-hmm. No, he's my body. You can pet him if you want. <gasps> um, who can are I, you? Uh, uh, you can pet him. I, I'm just uh, Maris going up and petting this dog and giving him like a little meat snack. <laughs> just be like, you're such a good boy. You're such a good boy. Oh, um, hi. Yes, uh, it's it's nice to meet all of you. I am Marrow. I was just having a nice picnic. If you guys would like a snack, I have plenty for other people i didn't actually expect other people to be here this is an abandoned temple we could say the same thing mm-hmm. yeah speaking of abandoned what brings you here oh me i uh i, I like uh i'm traveling you know adventuring a little bit i guess just just left home a while ago and just wanted to check out a cool abandoned temple and stuff like that after a nice picnic Isn't it, this is not my area of expertise, but isn't it kind of rude to have a picnic on temple grounds without offering anything? Is it? I don't see why it wouldn't be. Or why it would be rude. I mean, it depends on the temple, wouldn't it? I mean, it would be rude for, like, the gods of harvest or the gods of food i mean yeah rude why are you eating food without offering them anything i mean i don't know about the underworld though i think it's probably fine hey Aubrey, could i roll um spirits lore like that undead spirits to see if it's rude Cool, that is a 26. 26? No, not really, because I mean, a lot of spirits can't eat. Uh, they do look for um, offerings of other kinds, but not really food. Okay. They're not going to do anything with this information, but still. So, have you figured out where the library is in this uh, temple? Oh, no, I haven't gone in yet. I was just going to have a snack before I did. Um, I, are you guys hungry? I mean, it's it's very rude. I'm just eating eating my, my snack right here, and you, you guys haven't had anything. I've eaten. I'm okay. I'm good, and I kind of, like, um, kind of, like, tap uh, Toby lightly on the nose, and I think this one has had enough snacks for today. Uh, okay, uh, I can 
If you want me to come with you, oh, that's kind of weird, actually. Do, do you guys want to go? In? I'm just they're gonna start packing up their picnic and be like, I, I haven't really, you know, hung out with people in a, a while, so uh, it's kind of it's kind of off. What are your names? You have names, right? I'm Curie. Ryan. Uh, that's Toby. You can call him Beans. <gasps> Beans. It's, uh, what's your name? I think I told you all my name already. Did you? Yes, my name is Mero. Uh, I forgot, because it's ridiculous. Sorry. But... <laughs> 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 saying that, saying that, um, my name is Sace. Oh, um, it's it's nice to meet all of you. Try like try to brush off the fact that they just got insulted to their face. Like it, it's nice to meet all of you. Um, so why are you guys at an abandoned temple? Admiring the architecture, and also, I'm a librarian and I like looking for old libraries especially in temples oh that sounds believable I mean I was gonna explore too if you guys want to come along safety and numbers and all you know um before you set foot in there we've had it on pretty good information that there might be danger in the temple with it being abandoned too long, and I don't feel comfortable bringing anyone who can't defend themselves. So, can you defend yourself? I think so. Pretty well, I think so. I I look to the two of you and I shrug. Okay. Can I I'm... just very quickly toss, like, a little biscuit to be, like, you know, kind of, like, at, like, you know, Hey, quick reflexes, catch, sort of a thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, uh... Is that okay with you, Tech, if I do that? Go for it. <laughs> eat the pastry. Eat a biscuit. Yes, yes. I, I, I eat a biscuit, right, trying to aim right for the face, like, sort of like, mm -hmm. will you grab it, or will you just get pastry on your face? <laughs> uh, I think it's a... I think I'll just... I'll ask just ask for a reflex save from Mero. Okay. That's that's cocked. Hold on. That's that's a that's a dirty twenty. Oh yeah, I'd say you're able to catch it. Oh, what was that for? Mm, good enough for me. Or you could have face food for later. Is that a thing? Yes. Oh, good to know. Yeah, like, you can lick your face, and then with my cat tongue, I just kind of lick my entire face. <laughs> oh, I didn't know people did that. That's actually really cool. Kind of clever, so you have, like, your hands free. Okay. <laughs> I'll finish packing up my picnic and be like, all right, let's go in. Just some nice sightseeing. Uh, just try not to take anything. I feel like taking from the temple is a bad idea. Or we could be preserving knowledge. But it's preserved at the temple. 
But what if the temple gets bandited again? It probably will be fine. I don't know. I, I, I just don't think we should be stealing from a temple of the god that I do follow. And they point to like the little insignia on like the button on their cloak that has the little scales, the symbol of that god. I... As Sace is getting closer to the door, he's like, well, legally, if it's an abandoned temple, you could just take from it. I mean, I don't think the god is dead, so you're technically robbing a god. It's fine. It's abandoned. I mean, no. we could just be relocating it to another temple of a similar place. I think that a library is a temple of books. You uh, guys are saying this like you're coming here to steal a book. I thought you were coming here for sightseeing. To look um, at books. I have a question. Um, this fresh from your home, do you recognize the symbol of the other gods? Out of character, Aubrey, I do, right? You would, yeah. You, yeah. you spend a lot of time learning religion. Yeah, I know all the other gods. Um, like, as Orion turns to you, you see the symbol of Romulus around his neck as he says, The earthly possessions of the gods are for mortals to enjoy, for mortals to use, for mortals to learn from. If there points to the temple molding away in here, that's a waste of what the gods have given us. I... I don't know. What if it's being saved for later or something? Being put somewhere that people wouldn't go so it'd be accessed later for... Mm. But, like, it's not really a problem because you guys said you're just here to look around, so it's fine. Yeah. yeah. This is all very hypothetical. Uh-huh. 100%. Uh, Sis kicks down the door. No! <laughs> you kick down the door? <laughs> yep. Yep. You can... Open that door. Boop. Uh, Orion will open the other one. Yep. Uh, and as you open these and step in, uh, you do notice this sort of massive temple. This is a pretty big temple. Um, you can sort of see a lot of the pews are still intact. Some of the columns have fallen over. Uh, and then, then there is sort of the altar to Duan at the very end. Beyond, you can see some tables, doors off. But before any of that can happen, uh, you hear sort of this scuttling noise as two of these sort of creatures with gray skin pop up from what they were doing. And you kind of see that they were over these corpses. Uh, and they've got like the blood and viscera dripping from their mouth and they just sort of hiss at you. Uh, and we're all gonna go into initiative. Um, well, that was fast. I have two things. Uh -huh. One, it, it was very funny when I scrolled up and I just saw like Tick's name over one of the like creature icons, and I thought like it was labeled Tick. I was just like, <laughs> why is Tick here? Fight a furry. Also, may I have a token for uh, beans? Oh yes, I meant to do that. Uh, everybody, real initiative. Tell me uh, what you get. I got a 26. How do I roll initiative? Uh, um, you... Oh, 
uh, oh. just roll perception. I got a 12. Uh, I also got a 26. I got an 18. Um, but as a gunslinger, way of the drifter, uh, into the fray is a free action. I can draw a ranged weapon and a melee weapon. And first action of my turn, I can stride as a free action. Um, yes. Also, since you and Marrow tied for initiative, which one of you would like to go first? Uh, Marrow, go ahead. Okay. All right. Uh, and Sace, you got a... 18. 18. Me roll all these people. These are some really fast ghouls. Cool. And we will start at the top with uh, the first ghoul. The first one to pop up sees you all. Uh, how far away is he? He's a little bit too far for one uh, one action. Cool. So yeah, uh, he is going to spend one action to uh, start to move up to you. Uh, that's how far he can get with one action. And with his uh, second and third actions, he is going to pounce, attempt to pounce on you, Orion. He can try. Yep. And that is going to be a, a 25. Yeah, that hits. Okay. Uh, so this this ghoul sort of just scuttles up and then sort of winds back and jumps uh, and has its claws outstretched at you and slashes for 12 negative damage or 12 oh. slashing damage. Uh, okay. Awesome. I don't have any resistances to that. Why would I have resistances to that? Okay, cool. Yep. Uh, okay, so that is the, that is its entire first turn, and then it's gonna be another ghoul's turn. So pretty much it's going to follow its, uh, its friend is one action, move up, second and third actions, pounce at you, Sace. No, it's, it's not. That's a natural one. <laughs> so I imagine you're able to sidestep it, it just kind of goes past. Yep, 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 yep. It tried its best. It did, and it did not succeed. Uh, um, he, yep, uh, he is going to eat dirt. He will fall prone and be blinded until the end of his next turn. <laughs> oh. Yummy dirt. Ah, uh, Mero, it's your turn. So, he's prone, which means he's flat-footed, you say? Yes, he is. <laughs> Just, I go to... <laughs> So let me uh, pull up to actually see. I have to get used to playing not level 11 of this character. Um, well, I still have Flurry of Blows. So I'm going to use a Stunning Strike Flurry of Blows on this guy right here who has fallen onto the ground, unfortunately. He's fallen and he can't get up. So 
All right. Starting off strong with a uh, unfortunate 21 to hit. 21's gonna hit. Oh, nice. This is, these are level five characters. These are like level five yeah. monsters. Level six, remember? Right, I forget. <laughs> okay, let me go. Yeah, I know currently you have to roll like a 30 to hit most things. I did roll a six on my dice, which is why I was like, that's not gonna work. The power of friendship. And yeah, uh, your stunning strike, right? Yep, so make me a. I think it's Fortitude save. Uh, fortitude save. Uh, 19. Where is my DC? Uh, my DC is 22, so it fails. Let me Okay, roll. it is stunned one. Yep. Cool. This ghoul is not having a good day. So that's 14 bludgeoning and two precision damage for the first attack. And I have to roll the second flurry. <laughs> really yep. quick. That is higher than the last number, and I'm not doing math. So it will hit. It's 23. 23. Perfect. Okay. Time to roll some more damage. That is seven bludgeoning and three precision. As, uh, you see this weirdo punch this ghoul really good twice. Like, one of them is like aims for the head, and this ghoul looks a little bit stunned. And, um, my second action, I'm going to move half my movement speed over here. So these guys can't attack me, and move over here. Drags, I can't drag myself, but one sec. Just, just right over here, you know, as a treat. A bit out of the way. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then Orion, it's your turn. Cool. I'm going to use my first action to command Beans. Mm -hmm. uh, and Beans is going to take his first of two actions to um, move round um, so that we are flanking. I believe flanking is a thing in Pathfinder 2e. Yep. Cool. Um, and that means flat-footed. Yep. Oh, it's his... just happened. Yeah, I, I, I applied it to the token. Uh, cool. So it reduces uh, his AC by two. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And then Toby is going to use his second action to strike. Uh, this damage is not magical, if that um, comes into account. Uh... That's a 23 to hit. 23 will hit. Great, and that's 2d8 plus 3 piercing damage. Strong. Uh, so that's 12 piercing damage. Um, do I need to interact to draw my rapier? Um, I could say, I will hand wave it and say you are in Awesome. Uh, I You're will take... walking into an abandoned temple, you know. That's fair. Um, then I will take my second action to um, strike out with my rapier. This is a magical weapon. Uh, ooh, that is a 28 to hit. 28, 28 will hit. Is almost a crit with it being flat-footed. Almost! Oh, right, because you have to get 10 above, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or in that 20. Or in that 20. Okay, 
Um, what's my damage? It's 2d6 plus 4. Ooh, that was a good roll. That's also a good roll. That's 14 piercing damage. You know what? I'm just going to take a second strike. Why not? Uh, ooh, that is a... Oh, that is another 28 to hit. We'll hit again. Okay. No crit for me. Uh, that's a 13 da uh, piercing damage. Uh, 13 piercing damage? Cool. And that's my turn. Off in the distance, you hear kind of scuttling. You're a little bit unsure of what it's coming from. You can't see anything. So the first crawling hand swarm will spend two actions to move up here. Sorry, one more time. A crawling hand swarm. I hate that. <laughs> yep. Uh, and uh, spend its third action to come and occupy the same space as a lot of you. Hate, hate, hate. Yeah, right there. Uh, so, Orion, you watch as these, these crawling, like, severed hands, you know, they're suddenly in the same space as you and uh, the ghoul, and they're starting to, like, pull at your clothing. But they don't do anything. Um, and so it is another, you hear, like, this guy's actually going to spend all his actions to... Yeah, he's going to spend all his actions to get here. So, yeah, he spends three actions to scuttle across the the temple, sort of putting him all into your sights. And then... More hands. An artist's worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just... I've been playing so much Elden Ring recently, and this is just visceral. <laughs> Feed that JPEG. All its actions to move right here. So, say, you see these hands, they start pulling at your clothing. But currently, they're not doing anything. I'm and now my... it's your turn. It's my turn? Yep. Oh. Did I roll higher than Curry? Yes. Oh, that's surprising. Um, okay. Okay. Um, let's see. Let me read uh, into the fray. So a free action I could stride towards the enemy I perceive. Could I see this ghoul over here next to the pillar, like a little bit away? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna do that so I could get out of the. I'll move things. it just slightly, so you can move. Yeah, so I'll do that, and um, that was a free action. I think then Sace is gonna reach into their coat, pull out a metal cylinder, and throw it in the middle of this this hand swarm over here um, and that is going to be 
have fun little thing because they get some fun tricks because they're from Ozheim, so that's where mechanical stuff is. And this is a pressure bomb, moderate. A tightly sealed medical container, highly pressurized gas, and can explode to release powerful shockwave. Um, I throw it, deals 1d4 bludgeoning and 1 bludgeoning splash. Um, ba -ba -ba -ba. Tiny or smaller targets are pushed 5 feet away from you. Oh no, this does 2d4 because it's a moderate. And I assume it's just like a ranged attack to throw it over there? Yeah, I believe so. It's like, like you're throwing a bomb at something. Okay, um... Um, with Dex and Proficiency. Twenty-three. Twenty-three? Uh, yeah. Twenty-three will hit the Crawling Hand Swarm. Uh, and yeah. also the ghoul that's there as well. Yeah, it does it just in a five-foot burst, which is actually nice. Do you also um, try to aim it at the ghoul? I'm throwing it kind of like in the center of the swarm. Okay. So... I, I think it'll hit the ghoul as well. Yeah, I mean, I pretty much if I do it like any like square mm. that's not the ghoul, it would hit them, I think. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so that's 2d4 bludgeoning and 2 bludgeoning splash, and they are pushed 5 feet away. Uh, they are technically considered a large creature. Okay. Because there's a lot of them. So that was a 4 and a 3, so that's a 7 plus... Two. So a nine. Seven damage and then two splash damage. So yeah, nine. Um, and would you consider taking that out as an interact action? Or do you think I could just like grab it and throw it in one? Not sure. You can grab it and throw it in one. Cool. And then I'm gonna turn around and in their other hand, this big fuck off sword appears. And they're going to attack the ghoul next to them. That's a dirty 20. A dirty 20? A dirty 20 is actually going to miss. Damn. Do I try? No, that'll be all my actions. Okay, that's my turn. Okay. Gary? Uh, yeah. Uh, that ghoul that's right in front of me, they're flat-footed, correct? Uh, yes. Okay. I'm going to, uh, oh, grab... Going to, uh, grab one of the stone knives on my necklace, mm -hmm. and it'll turn into a dagger. And then I am going to chuck it at that ghoul. <laughs> uh, so that is... Uh, that is a 30 to hit. A 30 will hit, and a 30 will be a crit. Ooh, nice. So, uh, I get double. my sneak attack damage, yeah. right? Uh, you, you double everything. <laughs> you roll it, and then double, and I'm going to roll your uh, critical hit card. Uh, okay. And... So do so I roll this... it once and double that number, or do I just double dice? Uh, roll once and then double. Okay. Mm. Mm. Uh, and until healed, uh, the target is clumsy one and enfeebled two. 
mm-hmm. as you sort of just tear right through the shoulder with that. Okay, so that is uh, 9, 10, 14 uh, piercing damage. 14? Cool. 14, uh, sorry, doubled. Uh, so that's 28. Yeah. Ghouls, uh, no good, very bad day. Uh, and I am going to um, interact and uh, get a new dagger fresh in my hand. Uh, so I believe um, when I interact to pull the um, uh, pull the dagger, that counts as one action, and then to strike is my second. Yes. So then, yeah. So I'm just interact, strike, interact. That's my turn. Cool. Yeah. Back to the top of the round with the ghoul. Uh, and so the ghoul is in front of you, Orion. And the ghoul is going to hiss and bare its fangs at you and is attempt- going to attempt to sink them into like your shoulder. Let's go. Uh, and that is going to be a 26. Yeah, that hits. Okay, uh, and uh, you know it's, these fangs sink into to your shoulder. These fangs, you don't know where they've been, and I'm going to need you to give me a fortitude save. I'm guessing a fifteen doesn't do it. Uh, no, but also remember, you have hero points. You have three hero points. You can yeah. use spend a hero point to re-roll any roll. Uh, but you live with whatever you re-roll. And you can also spend a hero point to stabilize yourself if you go down, so you don't have to worry. Uh, no, this this will be funny. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, you're fine for now. You just contracted some mild ghoul fever. I've listened to that episode. I know what's happening. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Did I take any uh, damage or? Have I just uh, gotten you, you sick? Will, you, will, you will take damage as well. Okay. Uh, and you will take another 12 piercing damage. Uh, okay. Uh, so it's first action. And... Then it will follow up with a... Claw strike, just to see if it can... Um, and that is going to be a 19? Uh, no, that misses. 19. Okay. Um, and it's not got a lot of options, so it's going to follow up with one more. That's going to be a critical fail, so. How the turntables. <laughs> the turntables. Never said these guys were smart. Uh, and, uh, he, he sprains his ankle. I think, like, Toby just kind of, like, swats him in the leg. Like, not doing any damage, but spraining it. (laughs) Just a quick bap. Mm. Yep. Uh, And then it's this one. uh, The one with all of the conditions on it. Uh, But, so, the first... This ghoul is first going to uh, lose an action for being stunned. uh, And then for... It's second action is going to stand up from prone 
Uh, but, uh, can't really see much, uh, so is going to stumble forward uh, one step with its third action. <laughs> and that's its entire turn. And Marrow, it is your turn. Oh. Well, I've done some movement calculations in the background, so for my first action, uh, I can get around everything, so it's no worries. I can get exactly here. Let me... Bonjour. How are you doing on this fine evening? Uh, ignore the path I took. Mm. Second action, let's do the old reliable stunning strike flurry of blows, giving yep. my good old... My friend here who insulted my name, uh, some flanking. <laughs> yep, so, uh, you've moved over to assist Sace. <laughs> You're mean, but I'll help you. Uh, so the first hit is a nat 20. Let's go. So you do need to make a fortitude save mm -hmm. for Slaying Strike, and I'm just gonna roll this damage really quickly. Uh, that is going to be a 29, so I believe that is success. That will succeed, but I've got 13 damage, so double this 26 bludgeoning, mm -hmm. and... 12 precision, double. Uh, uh, I will ask if... Because it's a, you can either do the double damage or a normal damage and un until healed, the target is clumsy, three, and enfeebled, three. I'm trying to remember what those do. Yeah. You know what? I'll do the normal damage, so that's six precision and 13 bludgeoning, and I want him to not be having a good day. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Very, very bad day. <laughs> and let me roll the second flurry real quick. Mm hmm. Uh, just, just to, His AC has gone down five. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I got a 26, and I'm kind of curious if that crits. Uh, a 26, yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> double crit. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's, let's roll this again real quick. So that's nine bludgeoning not doubled, so 18 double. And precision is five, so 10 doubled. I, you see this weirdo you found outside who was offering you cupcakes, just absolutely decimating this random ghoul without any hesitation. Um, and so how much was uh, both of the hits? Um, in total? Yeah, just 18 in total. bludgeoning and 10 precision, so 28 in total. It is, uh, it is either, for the other one, it is normal damage, the target is sickened 3, um, or double damage. Um, you already applied the damage, so I'll just stick with the double damage. Okay. This thing is already so screwed over, I don't wanna, <laughs> I don't wanna make it worse. Or do I'd you? I'd feel bad. I'd feel bad out of character. It's a ghoul. Yeah, but look how bad of a day it's having, you know? <laughs> They're all having really bad days. <laughs> uh, and Orion, it is now your turn. Cool. Um, command. Uh, Toby's going to attack the school twice. Okay. Um. Uh, those are finesse, so I will take the... Uh, attack penalty twice so first attack is uh oh okay it's a 17 uh 17 
17 is gonna hit him. Because of the sprained ankle, oh my god. Yeah. What a ch I <laughs> rolled a have, three. You have severely reduced every single one of their ACs. <laughs> it's very um, good. That's only eight damage. Uh, eight. Uh, let's go for the second strike. Let's hopefully not get a three again. Uh, okay. That's only a 15. A 15, 15 won't hit. Okay, cool. Uh, and then for Orion's turn. Um, Orion's going to strike out once and then dueling parry. So for my first attack, that's a plus 15. Oh my god, it's a 20. That's 20, yeah. Uh, um, dirty 20, not a natural 20. Dirty 20, still is gonna hit. Okay. Um, so strikes out for uh, 11 points of damage, and then dueling parries uh, plus 2 AC. So it is the crawling hand swarm. Um, so... It can't do a lot, so I am going to need three reflex saves from both you and Ghoul, as uh, it's pretty much just going to spend its three actions uh, doing pummeling grasp on you. Oh dear. Um, okay. Uh... Drop my d20. The DC is just 20, just to let you know. Okay, I failed one. I did not okay. get any critical successes. All critical failures. The failures, okay. Okay. Um, so for the first one, it's 13 damage. If you succeed, it's halved. Um, but also if you failed, you become knocked prone. Okay. Hmm. Um, does not prone affect reflex saves? Uh, I think so. Okay, I can, I can look that up. Okay, so hmm. I take, and also is half damage rounded up or down? Uh, rounded down. Okay, awesome. So I take six damage with the first, bringing me to forty-eight. Brown doesn't look like it does any uh for. Yeah. I was like, I don't think it does. Uh, prone mostly just reduces your AC because you're still conscious. And oh, attack okay. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, okay. you have a minus two to attack. Okay. Uh, I can put my prone status on my token. Um, so I failed the next. Wait, is that. Okay, I failed the next one. I succeeded the last one. Mm -hmm. So 13, 8, 12. If you succeeded on it, half it, round down. If you failed, just, I think it's this, the second one, so you take eight damage, and then six, and then, uh, six. Okay, uh, I'm at 34 out of 78, but I have healing potions, so don't worry about me. Yeah. Where's prone? That's petrified. That's prone. Yep. Prone. Ooh. And it is the ghoul that is, uh... You know, having a really bad day from Marrow and Sace. 
So um, this ghoul is going to start with swinging back towards you, Mara. Um, and that is a 22. That will not hit. Cool. Uh, and then it will uh, attempt to lunge forward and sink its fangs into you, Sace. Mm-hmm. Um, for a 21? No, it doesn't hit. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, uh, I guess, uh, well, once more, let's see what happens. Uh, yeah, no, that's not gonna hit. That's not gonna be a crit, though. A crit fail, though. It, you just can't do anything. I, I think as this entire battle is going on, Meryl's just going to call the group like, I don't think this temple's abandoned. You think? Yeah. Mm. So the crawling hand swarm is going to spend its first action to move over Marrow and the ghoul. And Marrow, give me your reflex save. Oh, no. I, I have a good reflex, so I should be fine. I, I I said it and I was correct. That is a 29. 29? It's not a crit, so you will take half damage from this. So you'll take five slashing damage. Slashing uh, from hands. They got nails. They got claws. They got sharp nails. Yep. Uh, and then uh, give me one more. Reflex save? Okay. Yep. Okay, that was a lot better. That's a 32. Oh, uh, yeah, that is critical You critical su- success. You are fine. I don't like these hands. Yep. Better catch them. Every time you to catch you. <laughs> Try to catch me. Uh, and say this is your turn. Cool. Um, Sace is going to kind of... They're going to grab their sword, their big fuck off sword and swing down. And as they're swinging, they're going to kind of like, as you see, the hilt has like all these kind of like, it's super mechanical, like gear, like steampunk looking. And they're pulling a trigger as they sit down. And basically, I'm going to swing down with a first attack. And then the end of the sword has a barrel on it. It's going to shoot the swarm hands on the second attack. If I get there. That's going to be so cool, though. Uh, so the first one is a 35. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a crit. <laughs> its AC is a 16. It's <laughs> well. a double crit. Um, OK, let me let me do this damage first, because, oh, gosh. So this uh, gun sword plus one striking ghost touch gun sword uh, does 2d8 plus two damage. Yep, uh, and uh, so are you just slashing? This one is going to be slashing first. Oh, slashing first? Um, okay, uh, that is triple damage. <laughs> but also don't bother because he rolled a one and you just chop right through his head and kill him. You, you pull the deca- decapitation card. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, okay. So, great. So as the 
the sword swings down, it's going to land in the swarm of hands, and then I'm going to shoot. I'm going to use a hero point on that because I don't want to roll a two. What good idea. Oh, Do it my for the God. Bit. Did you roll a natural 20? No. Did you roll a one? No, I rolled another two. <laughs> that's, that's almost that's almost worse because like rolling a nat one after like it hits different, but like you just roll another two, it's like I, I rolled another what two. I, what I use this girl point for? Um, well, let's see. That's two, so that's plus twelve, so it's fourteen. Not a critical failure, but it's just a miss. Okay. Um. Hmm. 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 Uh. Well as it lands and they just like <laughs> says just sees that the gun just shoots nothing as all the hands go around they're just like well fuck I'm just my last action to reload <laughs> back to Kiri yes uh, so Kiri sees this creature in front of them and suddenly a little semi-panic sets in and rather than the very common collected chuck a knife they're just gonna stab that ghoul three times even if for whatever reason uh the ghoul will die on like the first or second they're still gonna stab three times just gonna be like die 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 um, that's valid this thing's pretty disgusting uh so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna stab that ghoul uh okay so the first is a 19 uh, to hit. Uh, a 19? 19 is uh, going to hit. Okay, so do I do... Uh, do you want me to just roll all three times or do attack, damage, attack, damage, attack, damage? Attack, damage, attack, damage, attack, damage. Okay, and they are not flat-footed for me to get sneak attack, correct? Oh, they are, they are, um... Okay. I would technically consider them flat-footed because they are very... They're, they're having a day. They're having a day. Okay, uh, so then that is uh, four piercing and seven precision. Uh, how are they looking? Uh, they're still standing, but, you know, they would be uh, what you consider bloody. Okay. Attack number two is a 23. 23 also hits. Uh, okay. And that is four piercing and five precision. Still standing, just barely. And attack number three is a uh, 24. And uh, damage is uh, um, uh. 10 precision and two piercing. Uh, yeah, that will, uh, take them out. It's like, die, 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 stab, 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 die, 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 It's just stab, 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 and it falls down dead. Uh, yeah, and I still have the dagger in my hand, and it has not vanished, unlike the other mm -hmm. one that has vanished. Yep. So yeah, the, the last ghoul left in the initiative is, uh going to attempt to for its first action is going to attempt to grapple you, Orion. Okay. So uh, going is, to... is that a contested athletics or is this an attack? Uh, it is an unarmed attack versus your fortitude DC. 
Okay, it has to be a 20, uh, 22. Okay. And that is a 24. Okay. I just I am, grabbed you. I am being cuddled. Yes, in these very bony hands. It's not the most comforting cuddle. I can't use my champion's reaction on myself, can I? That would be weird. I forget I asked that. Which I one mean, do you have? Yeah, I have liberating man. step. No, it's your ally. No, it's fine. Yeah, I can say it's your ally. With an optimistic you it to Toby. enough. I mean, that's to give the whole airplane thing of you know you got to help yourself before you help others. <laughs> usually, spe like this usually specifies an ally. Um. So and then for its second action, it's going to attempt to sink its uh, fangs into you. You again, uh, and then that is a 19. That does not hit. Cool. They just sort of bounce off your armor, and it's just going to make a noise of confusion. This worked before. Why isn't it working now? Uh, and try again. Are you still prone? I uh, do not know. Uh, but my AC is 24 because I had dueling parry up. I'm just saying, because I think you had plus 40 AC. Why? Against ranged attacks. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, one would think it'd be easier to hit somebody. You could say the ghoul's ranged. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, no, and that's only a 21 to hit you again with its jaws, so that's not going to succeed. So, Mero, you got some friends. I don't think they're friends, and I have- Do I count as flanking hands at the moment with my friend, uh, Cease over here? I'm Technically. in I don't know if hands can be flat-footed, they don't even have feet. They <laughs> <laughs> can be flat-handed. <laughs> flat-handed. Um, yeah. So, I mean, with the power of punching hands, this is going to be a handoff. Mm. So for my first action, I'm going to try... Can I stunning strike hands? I... I don't know, but I'm going to try. So I'm going to start punching these hands. So my first attack to punch these hands... Is a... 22? That will hit. Okay, let me roll some damage. So that is eight bludgeoning, and do I get the, the, the precision damage? You do not. They are immune to precision damage. Damn. Okay. Noted. Um, so I will not roll that. Uh, make me a fortitude save for the hands, if I can stun them. Uh, and that is a 25. Yeah, they succeed. Let's roll again for the second flurry. That is going to be an 18 this time. 18 is not going to hit. I can punch one hand really good. Uh, for my second action, I am going to... Uh... And then, what was the damage for that? Oh, the second one didn't hit. First one. First one was, I think, eight bludgeoning, I said. Go. Cool. Yep. Yeah. And I guess... For my second action, I'm going to move 20 feet over here, which is half my speed. I don't want to get these guys to punch me. 
And for my third action, I'm going to just move over here. We're joining good friend uh, Orion who has two enemies on him. <laughs> uh, he might need some help. Yes, uh, and Orion, this is your turn. Uh, Orion, shocking absolutely no one, um, is taking a healing potion is a manipulate action, isn't it? Or at least uh, interact is. Yes, it yeah, is. Dude, it, it is. Okay, so, firstly, I'm going to, um, the ghoul is grabbing me, correct? Yeah, ghoul has you grabbed. Cool. So I'm going to command uh, Toby to attempt to finish this thing off. Um, this is a plus 12. Uh, oh my god. Uh, that's a, oh, that's a dirty 20. Uh, dirty 20, dirty 20 is going to hit. Cool. Uh, 2d8 plus 3. Uh, that's a 12 piercing damage. Uh, and yep, that is going to finish off that one as uh, Toby rips out its throat. Awesome. I'm going to remove the grabbed condition from me. Excellent. Um... Uh, the only move. Okay, cool. Um, then from on the ground, I am going to swig a healing potion. I have two moderate healing potions. Okay. So, uh, four. This is not good. Six. I chug a chunky healing potion and I only get eight, eight hit points back. Be more than that. Um, oh, I get sixteen healing. Yeah, I was back. like, I was like, there should be a number you add to that. Okay. Yes. Okay. Better. Still not great, but better. Okay. Awesome. And then I am going to. Um. I could stand up. That is or... an action. Yes, I could stand up as an action, or I can dueling parry again and just get my AC up. Uh, hang on, it, does prone have anything else? You can't um, take a minus two, and then flat footed. Okay, yeah, no, I'm just gonna. No, I'm going to stand up. Mm. Um. Cool. Okay, yeah, that's my turn. Okay. Okay. Uh, and it is the crawling hand, and it's going to do three more pummeling grasps. So three basic reflex saves. Uh, DC is still twenty. So. Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm going to spend a hero point to. Um. Reroll a failure. Uh, I still failed. Okay, cool. I failed to. Mm. I 
succeeded the last one. Failed to succeed at the last one. Okay, so um, first one is nine damage, second one is ten, and then the third one is going to be five. Halved. Is that five after the halving, or...? It's five after the halving. Okay, so twenty-four. Um... Forty-eight. Twenty-eight HP. Cool. Hmm. Yep, uh, and so the other Crawling Hands form is gonna move over you, Sace, and uh, I need two reflex saves as it tries to pummel you. Eat this. Oh, I'm going to use my reaction. Uh, the hands are undead, right? Yeah. Cool. Um, liberating step. Um, uh, I think you'll have to roll one reflex save at least but yeah, um, yeah. trigger yeah, an enemy damages your al ally and both are within 15 feet and I believe Sace is exactly 15 feet oh no I don't want to move me I believe Sace is exactly within 15 feet of me yes um, I believe so so you gain um, resistance 8 against the triggering damage, and um, you can um, you can step twice as a free action Ooh, because it's action. undead, and I have the Shining Oath. Nice, nice, nice. Um, well, the first reflex save was a total of 27. So, I mean, you'd still take damage from that because it's not a crit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you just have resistance, resistance eight. eight, which, uh, funny enough, will uh, cover the damage you resist, <laughs> the damage you, you avoid. So, yeah, then you can step cool. twice as a free action. Cool, cool. Oh nope, not that way. There we go. One, two. Okay, and then instead of trying to pummel you again, it's just going to spend its last action following you. I hate this. <laughs> And now it's your turn. <laughs> Great, cool, 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 cool. Um, bop, 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 bop. Uh, I'm gonna try to do the same thing I did last time, and hopefully it works. <laughs> so going to uh, swing down this sword again. Oh my god, I thought that was another two. Uh, no, my. My dice is just weird. That's a dirty 30? Uh, dirty 30 will also dirty be 30. a crit. <laughs> uh, let me just roll this first. Uh, so that is base damage is 11 double, so 22. Uh, 22? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and the card is for it to take 1d4 persistent bleed damage. Oh no, bleeding hands all over me. <laughs> oh. Well. Oh no, they suddenly all got stigmata. <laughs> and then, well, as this happens, just sores, Soro, not Soro, Sace, uh, just like, just keep still. Uh, and that is going to be... Math is hard. 18? 18 is not going to Damn, just missing all over the place. 
Um, I think this time they are going to do uh, a running reload. I'm going to stride away and reload. Um, where do I want to go? I'm going to go... How fast am I? That's another question. Oh, I am pretty fast. I have 30 feet. We should lend some of them to the hands. They seem a bit lonely. <laughs> no. And <laughs> that's my turn. Cool. Uh, and, uh... Gary. Uh, I am going to... You know, char characteristically not actually step into the temple. Yeah. Uh, and I am going to chuck the dagger that's in my hand at the hands that is uh, that is um, in front of me, or rather, like where Orion and mm -hmm. my friends are. And um, do I get my sneak attack if I hit? Uh, I'd say technically they are flat-footed. Okay. They are surrounded, or surrounding. You know, it's. Technically, okay, as so that's uh, twenty-five uh, mm. to hit. Uh, but they are immune to the pure, uh, the precision damage, so they won't actually take it. But twenty-five will hit. Okay, so then I just rolled my piercing damage. Yep. Okay, so that is a uh, uh, five. And uh, I will then pull out my crossbow, my repeating hand crossbow, and shoot, uh, and for my uh, last action, shoot with it. Okay. Uh, so that is 16. 16? Uh, okay. Yep. Uh, 16 hit? is not going to hit. Okay. And that's my turn. Yeah, Mero, it is your turn. I would like to commit an act of violence against a bunch of hands. So, um... Get handsy. Get... <laughs> Catch these hands. Catch the hands versus hands. Alright, so first off, let's do the old reliable flurry blow stunning strike on these hands. So, first one... That is a high number. That is a 32. 32 is also going to be a crit. <laughs> Did not roll the best damage, but that is 9 without being doubled, so 18, depending on what the crit card is. Uh, bludgeoning, yeah. So the yes. target is stupefied three until healed. Okay, so it takes 18 bludgeoning if it's doubled, and it's stupefied. It's not having a very good time. These hands are like, oh, there's other hands that are punching me. That's confusing. Uh, you do need to make a fortitude save, and I do need to roll again. Uh, it critically failed. Okay. We got um, a nat one. Okay, so it's it's also stunned three, which is very unfortunate for it. And I rolled a 29. Uh, 29 for the second one. 29 will also hit. Okay. And that is 12 bludgeoning damage. 12. Okay, and what yeah. was the damage from the first one? It was 18. Nine doubled. Okay. And I do have two more actions. I'm just you gonna do. use them. I, I feel like do these hands not look good? 
They didn't look good to start with. Do they look less good? They look less good. Okay, I'm going to, uh... Move 15 feet over here. Okay, there we go. Uh, and I guess... I don't really have a good third action, so I'm just gonna... Just gonna vibe, you know? As a treat. Okay. Ryan, it is your turn. Uh, okay, I'm... So, I'm within this, um, cloud of hands, and I really shouldn't be. So, I'm going to step backwards. So, back is up against the wall. Uh, I'm going to swig my last, uh, healing potion, because I feel like I need it. Um... Luckily, I'm... the hands can't act this round. <laughs> Uh, I will do the maths on that in a minute. And then, uh, I kind of, like, reach up, like, with my empty hand, um, the, um, holy symbol at my neck glowing. Uh, and I kind of, like, whisper under my breath in Goblin, you are a waste of corpses, as I, like, stick a lay on hands into this cloud. Okay. Um, can I get a... Uh, basic fortitude save, DC 22. Uh, that is going to be a 15, so that's a failure. Awesome. You take, um... You take one <laughs> positive damage, um, but for one round, you have a minus two status penalty to your AC. Mm. And that's one. your entire turn? Uh, yes. Okay, uh, and then this thing is stunned three, so it has lost all three of its actions. It cannot do anything. And so it's the other hand's turn. So the other hands are going to spend one action to move forward at you, Mara. All right, come at me, hands. Yep, uh, and give me a reflex save. Of course. Oh no! Um, I do have like three hero points, so I'm gonna yeah. use one really quickly. I got uh, a four you're... on the dice, and I don't want to take that. And you're just out of range of my- if I hadn't moved, you would be in range. It's fine. Uh, that's a 24. Uh, 24? 24 will be a success, but not a critical success. I'll take it over an 18. <laughs> You'll take, uh, five slashing damage, uh, and then uh, it will do try to pummel you one more time. Alright, one more reflex save? Yep. Uh, well, that is almost a crit success. It's a 29. 29, so you'll take four slashing damage. Alright. It's getting slashed by these little nails just scraping, like, ow, ow. It's like they're nibbling. <laughs> yep. Uh, and say, so this is your turn. Um, I'm gonna use my... Drifter's Juke, um, which is uh, two actions. So basically, I'm going to step, swing, step back, and shoot. Hopefully, I could fucking hit something. Um, I'm going to do the hands I've been attacking Orion because they're having a bad day. 
<laughs> well, I rolled a natural 20. Hey. Um, so, yeah. Uh, then let's do this cool uh, damage. Mm -hmm. And um, is it... Uh, are you hitting it with the sword? Yes. Uh, it is triple damage, and the target takes 1d4 persistently damage. Cool. Well, I rolled really low, unfortunately. So that is going to be... It's damage, but tripled, so 24 damage. Um, uh, and that is enough to kill it. Okay, cool. Nice. Well, then, now with the Drifter's Juke for my second, I'm just going to step back and shoot at the other hands. And I, really hope, I, I really hope I hit, because I haven't hit once. Oh. What the fuck? Well, I rolled a 19 plus 12, basically, so it's 31. Yeah, that's also a, also a crit. <laughs> oh my yeah, fucking god. Fucking gunslingers, they are fucking wild when they hit. Uh, okay. Yeah, so... <laughs> finally... <laughs> Mero, you are going to be very surprised as the end of this sword explodes with, like, light and just the hands around you are just getting decimated. Oh. Uh, and uh, this card is uh, a leg wound. What? What <laughs> 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 the hands? The target I, takes a minus five foot status penalty to its lance speed until it healed. Cool. I, I hit I hit all of their ring fingers simultaneously. Yep. <laughs> um, that is two fours plus two. So um, four. Eight. And more damage. And more damage. It is also dead. Hey. And we will drop out of initiative at this point. You guys got it. Uh-huh. I'm I'm going to run up to uh say something. What was that? That came uh, out of your sword. Well, it makes things dead. That's what it is. There's just stars in their eyes. Like, tell me more. <laughs> they are gonna. I, I do imagine, by the way, the reloading action is that they grab the hilt and just tilt the pole blade of the sword back, and they just reload something and then put the blade so it becomes like an L. Then they mm -hmm. just pull the blade all the way back up. Handing an L to your enemies. <laughs> Uh, is everyone okay? On that, Aubrey, I have a pointed question. Uh-huh. Uh, how am I doing vis-a-vis -vis turning into an undead? Oh, uh, you're fine for today. Okay, cool. Tomorrow, uh, that's when you gotta start making those checks. Oh dear. That's exciting. Um, yeah, Orion looks... Um, what is that ratio? Orion looks fine. He's a bit hurt. Um, but he's doing okay. Um, the dog uh, is uninjured. Okay, good. <laughs> if, if Beans gets injured, my heart gets injured. Um, this this place doesn't particularly seem as abandoned as I thought. Are you guys sure you want to keep pressing forward? It seems very dangerous. Well, 
sightseeing isn't done until you see all the sights. But also, if it's this dangerous, imagine how vulnerable those books must be. Terribly. Also, this is a temple to Doan, right? I, yeah. I don't want it defiled with undead. I may not follow him, but... Points at hands. That shouldn't be here. That's what I was thinking. I don't think leaving undead in this temple is very respectful to do. We should probably, or I at least will, uh, try to clear it out. I don't want to press pressure any of you guys to fight more undead. I fight in the name of books. I am worried about the condition of any hypothetical books in this temple now. With all these undead crawling around, I wonder if they're in any good condition. I mean, who knows? They might splatter them with their ichor and just mold and just the claws, the hands just ripping through those pages, those poor, poor books. No! You're right. Wait. I don't like the idea of taking from a god's temple, but I guess if it's moving it to like another temple that's more in good condition so other people can read it and it's still in a god's temple of that god, then I guess that's... I guess that's an option. I, I don't want the books to get damaged. They're just so alone and vulnerable. They are! See, like, you see this weirdo start tearing up a bit at the, at the books. We have to save the books. You're correct, yes. Yuri. Yeah, you can do a perception check. Cool. While this is happening, Saints just like start walking towards the back half of the room, just kind of try to figure out what the fuck's happening. That is. Is my perception 11? I think it's an 11. Yeah, so it's going to be a 19 total. 19. Um, so you see what, it, like, these tables and stuff were probably what was left over from when the bandits occupied, and you do see several corpses that may have belonged to bandits at some point. Well, we're definitely not the first to come in here. They just, like, raises their arm to, like, to like wave you over is like we we gotta keep moving oh yes of course uh I'll start heading over to catch up uh yeah Kiri will also head over to catch up can, can uh, I pet beans while we're walking <laughs> yes yes you may uh I will also uh follow mm -hmm. and I'm gonna point out to like the bandits and just like say again it's like we're not the first people to show up so be on the lookout for more than just undead can Kiri go and check out uh, the door right at the back yeah. uh, are huh. you what are you checking for oh uh, if it's locked otherwise just go open the door and see if there's a library behind there uh, Orion uh, will move with you. I cover your uh, back. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I I haven't moved the token. I'll do that in a second. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and, you know, you'll notice that this door does absolutely not have a lock on it. As I kick that door open, well, not kick, I just open it very gently and peer mm -hmm. in. Yeah, uh, still very long hallway, and eventually it turns into what looks to may have been at one point a kitchen. Forbidden snacks. Uh, I'm gonna go check out the other door while you guys are doing that. Can I open this door, Aubrey? Yeah, it's not locked. You see another long hallway where it does look at some point the some of the floor has collapsed uh, and leads into sort of like a basement below. Oh. Huh. That's interesting. I'll, I'll like head back with that information because I don't want to like jump over it or jump into it without the group. Yeah. Uh, and Curie, you see the kitchen, there's also a door off to your left and a door off to your right. Uh, yep, and if Orion is hanging out with me, um, I will check this door. Just do, like, basically, if it looks like there's an area, I'm just kind of mostly just opening trying to get to where I think the center of the temple is. So I'm sort of, that's that's sort of my reasoning of which doors to open and where, which direction to go in. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to begin like opening doors and just like having a little, little look what's in ah. here. I'll go. Does that look like a library? <laughs> it does. You see a lot of bookshelves uh, and some tables for studying. Ooh. Uh, and I whistle to Orion in a like jackpot sort of a whistle. Uh, I I take one look at this weird bedroom I'm staring yep. into and just kind of like close the door and leave. <laughs> I just yeah. like don't want anything to do with that. No, thank you. And, and I whistle loudly enough that if anybody was nearby, they should be able to hear it. I'm not trying. Mm. Like I'm actually trying to get whoever's attention of, like, I think I found something. Yeah, uh, and this place is really great acoustics, so even everybody back out in the main chamber can hear it. I think, I think they found something. Gotta go over. Yeah, I think and so. And I'm just gonna start investigating the nearest bookshelf for said dome. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. What's my investigation like? Is there even an investigation? It's just perception. Uh, I will, um, I will either aid you or I will do one of my own as well. Mm. What does What's aid your... do? I think uh, if I... oh, go ahead. I was just saying, aid is uh, essentially you roll the skill you were trying to use. Say you're like, I help you out by also looking, rather than having everyone roll perception it's you choose one person who's going to be rolling perception everyone else will roll aid checks uh and the aid checks will give uh bonuses to the person who's making them the main roll i have i have a plus 11. i feel like mara will have the highest i do but i can't help because i actually don't know what you're looking for or that you're looking for a specific uh, book i will i will then aid you orion as you seem to know what to be looking for. Yeah. I'm not particularly religious. I just, you know, know, dabble a little here and there. 
Okay. Um, if you want to roll first, so I know what bonus I'm yeah. getting. Uh, so what do I roll for an eight check? Sorry, just a lot uh, of It's just perception. Your... Yeah, roll your perception, and the uh, DC 20. is 20. So you get a plus one, Orion, to your roll. Cool. Uh, and uh, Sace, are you rolling to aid as well? Nah. I like that. I'm just so observing. <laughs> nah. Uh, that's a 27. Uh, 27. You are looking around, but you don't see the book. Uh, I kind of like look to uh, Curie, but I don't see it. You do notice that over in uh, between some of the bookshelves is there's a, a chest that looks like it was opened at some point. Ooh, I guess I will go check that chest out. Mm. Um, with a 27 perception, can I just like get a kind of like mm -hmm. um, glance at like some of the other titles here? Oh, uh, yeah, it's various religious texts, uh, various history texts. Uh, and though as you are, uh, as you're doing this, you know, you're sort of looking and at one point you push some books, just sort of like trying to like make sure they don't fall off the shelf, uh, and they do go back, and you're able to find that there was at one point a hidden compartment behind some of the books, but somebody has already discovered it. Okay, I'll point this out to everyone else. Mm. This place has been raided before we got here. Oh no! Um, does the chest... does the chest look like it could have contained something incredibly important that was well cushioned or like like a very rare book yes uh it does have like uh it it is sort of like a a box within a box there was something uh in here in like a separate box that was meant to house something that might be incredibly valuable that is approximately is, book sized it is approximately book sized I turn around and say, hmm, maybe we should check those corpses. Maybe, maybe the very vulnerable, fragile books might still be laying exposed, just naked on the corpses. But there's a whole lot of books here. Oh, I forgot to mention, there's another hallway that has a, the floor caved into the basement. There's a second floor. Hmm. Well, that's we suspicious. Could... Yeah. Well, but I think I would like to start uh, looting the corpses outside to see if there's a book by any <laughs> chance among oh. them. Yeah. Uh, give me a perception. That is a 14. Uh, 14? Uh, there's various money that comes out to about 20 gold on all the bandits. Lots of knives, lots of really badly kept armor, and uh, some like hand-scrawled notes, but no books. Can I read the notes? Uh, very. The notes are mostly just like orders from somebody whose name you can't make out. Some of the notes are a little bit old and some kind of smudged. Uh, it's more of just like, uh, there's one that's like a patrol schedule, uh, and there's one that says, uh, make sure that, uh, person downstairs doesn't blow us all up. 
I hang on to the gold, but uh, and the notes, but I don't mm. bother with any of the other stuff. Uh, is gonna call tomorrow. Just you found that hallway. You should lead the way. Oh yes, of course. I I apologize to opening a bunch of these doors and just checking what's in all of them. I'm just gonna. Oh, you just lead outside. Okay. And then look at uh, Curie. Just find anything important. Um, I show the notes and say I didn't find what we were commissioned to look for, but uh, I didn't. Maybe there might be something useful in these notes. Is there like a any kind of like recall knowledge check I could? Try to suss what these mean. Um, specifically, because one of the notes was like a patrol schedule. Uh, yeah, yeah. Being like, and the other one was like a, a note from probably whoever the leader was to a specific person, being like, "Hey, don't forget to check up the check up on the guy in the basement so he doesn't blow us up." Yeah, there's not really much there. Okay. Yeah, no, so it's just like, well, I guess be careful in the basement. Hey, Mero, be careful in the basement. Of course, we should try to find some stairs to the basement instead of jumping directly into a hole, but... I do have some climbing gear if we need it. That's true. And the floor is only like 10 feet down. Uh, oh, I'm that sorry. to get back up. Oh, true, we need to get back up. That's a problem. Uh, and uh, yeah, Ryan? Oh, I'm also pretty good at climbing. Okay. Um, so, like, I can go down first if um, we need someone to, like, scout out this massive hole. I can go down with you. Uh, also, anybody who's standing over the hole, if you want to give me uh, perception checks to see what you see. A hole cool. check, if you will. Terrible. No. <laughs> That's a 22 to inspect the hole. <laughs> you crit fail for some reason. Oh, wow, weird. I got a 23. 23? I see how it is. Mm -hmm. So you both notice that this definitely doesn't just look like the floor collapsed from, like, age and wear. Uh, there's, like, scorch marks and stuff. So maybe the whole blowing up thing did actually happen. Uh, mm -hmm. You see sort of, like, a pile of rubble down there, and you can kind of see, like, a gnarly, like, half-decomposed hand sticking out from it. Yeah, more hands. Um, and sort of like looking around, you can kind of see a bunch of tables and stuff. Uh, it looked like some sort of a lab. Interesting. Um, I, uh, I'm i going to have Sace because Sace has a couple cantrips from their mm. uh, ghost hunting. So I'm going to cast Light. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to put it on the rock they're holding, which gives it a 20 foot radius of light. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, well, be careful, and they're gonna jump in. Yep. Uh, everybody, give me a uh, acrobatics check if you're just jumping in. Okay, I have cat fall. Do I still have to make it? Yes, because you could you could crit okay. fail. Oh god, terrifying! You're right. Don't say that. Uh, I'm just gonna climb down because uh, I mean... I'm sensible. Give me uh, an athletic check. The DC will be lower. 
Yeah. I got a 29. Uh, I was going to attach a rope to a grappling hook and just, like, lower it down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I uh, got a 21. 21? Yeah, uh... I got 23. 23? Okay. Uh, and so, Kiri, you're lowering a grappling hook into the hole? Yep. Uh, are you going to secure it anywhere up here? Uh, yes. With the grappling hook or with mm. uh, the hammer and bite pitons uh, mm. from the uh, climbing kit. I'm going to oh. make sure it's a nice sturdy thing so that we can climb back up. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, so that'll just be a... Uh, uh, you can do that. It takes a minute or two, and then you can mm -hmm. give me an athletics check to climb down the rope. It's not incredibly high DC. Uh, so that is a fifteen. Yep. Uh, you managed to make your way down. Uh, those uh, marrow, you're fine. Uh, Sace, you take like two damage from the fall, as you you feel it in your knees. <laughs> you're like, oof. <laughs> Internally. Oof, externally, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. But yes, you find yourself standing in what this was probably a lab of some kind. Uh, there are tables everywhere just covered in books and um, various drawings of arcane sigils. And then across on the other side of the wall, you see this massive arch that's built into the stone. Uh and it has all of these runes along it. Uh, but, you know, that's it. Interesting. Can I search for a book? Uh, yeah. Do you, does anyone have any arcana? Because I have a plus zero. I um, have arcana. Okay. Cool. I uh, trust you then. So my perception to look for a book is 26. And what exactly would you like me to arcane? I mean, there are runes on the wall, right? Oh, right. Check out the runes. Yes. Yes. 100%. I am totally not like hyper-focused on finding the job that we were tasked with trying to find. Yep. Okay. I'll do an arcana check. Uh, uh, that is a 21. Uh, I think Dusty might have aided you. Oh, uh, 22. Uh, I'm, no, no, I was just saying I have a plus one to Arcana. Oh, oh, okay. Never mind then. I have a plus, have a plus 10 to Arcana. Ooh, I have a plus nine. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, the, honestly, the book is pretty easy to find. It's, you pick up this beautiful tome. It's, like, embossed with this sort of um, dark leather, and it doesn't have the name like imprinted on it. But you flip through the first few pages, it's talking about soul magic and the power of the soul. Um, so you found Soulsworm's tome, tome of soul, soul magic. Uh, and for an arcana check on the symbols, they all seem to be related to teleportation in some way. Ooh. You guys do see that Mero is staring directly at it 
It, it looks like they seem to recognize it because my zero deception is sitting right there staring directly into my soul. Uh, but they don't say anything. Do you know what this is, Marrow? Uh, what? Me? <laughs> Not really. It seems like some sort of a gate, you know? Just just, a, just an entrance <laughs> way. Can, can I vibe check the fuck out of this? Yeah, perception. <laughs> Perceptify that. Perceptify that. I refuse to not win this. I'm gonna use my other. No! <laughs> I hope you roll another nat one. That's a twenty-four. Never oh, mind. Yeah, they're lying. Uh huh. You don't know anything about this. No. Meru, where are you uh, from? Cyrene. Anyways, what's that book you guys found? <laughs> gonna mm. go over the book. I'm it's gonna... a very vulnerable book that must be protected at all costs, and I'm gonna try to put it in the backpack. I, I'm gonna step between them actually, and it's like, Marrow, what do you know about that game? Nothing important. More importantly, and... you guys just took a book. Yeah, Why we're protecting we... these books. You are acting incredibly strange. You're Marrow. I point up where, like, Toby is, like, looking down at everyone. He'll be very disappointed in you if you lie to us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you see, that does so much... Hold on, let me roll psychic damage real quick. I'm gonna roll some psychic... You see, we're taking seven psychic damage from that statement. <laughs> 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 you were physically wounded. Like, clutch your chest up, like, no. Not beans. I... I can't tell you. I did just meet you guys, first off. I don't know what you guys... Anything about you. I don't know what your favorite food is. I don't know what your hobbies are. I don't know why you've taken one specific book instead of the whole library. Uh-huh. Well... We just met you, so we don't need to tell you about these. But you're stealing from a god's temple. And I'm curious. Mm. We're not stealing. Again, we're taking. No one's here. Uh, you're taking without asking. And I mean, I know it's to protect the books, yada yada yada, but I, I want to know what book it is. And Marrow, we want to know what that gate does. Because... We don't know what it does. We don't know if it's harmful. And as you said, we don't know you. And I mean, you're not great at it, but you could be lying to us. So. They're lying. Oh, are they? Oh, I, yeah. I, I, I can really tell. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Listen. I... I'll, I'll, I'll tell you but under two conditions. One, you don't ask me any more questions on the subject. I'll tell you what it is, but don't ask me anything else. Two, you let me see what the book is. I look at both Orion and Sace as like, is that okay? Let me, let me look at my charisma really quick. Mm. 
I don't have a good charisma, but I'm going to keep talking. Um, I have a good charisma, but I'm not going to lie. You see me pulling out from my belt pouch a one playing guard. <laughs> I, like, hold out a hand. Um, Stace is going to look down at Marrow and just... We'll agree to one. Two depends on your answer to one. Wait, which one are we allowing? I mean, I want to know. They're going to tell us where they're from, but telling her what the book is depends on what their answer to one is. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, Carry I agree on. to tell you what the portal is. I'm from just Cyrene. Aren't you? You gotta be more specific than that. Um... Cressa. <laughs> Thanks for a moment as if they're trying to think of places on the map. Cressa. That's a place... I'm gonna. Can I still tell if they're lying? Uh, yeah, you're gonna. I mean, you're gonna have to roll against their deception DC. My deception DC is a ten. Like you're probably fine. Uh, well, I rolled uh, a ten on the dice. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. I know. I don't like lying. I really don't. Just. Okay, if you stop asking me these questions, I'll tell you what I know about that gate, okay? You're not supposed to probe about this stuff. We can figure out the book in a little bit. I'm just really curious. It's, well, I, I, I love books. I know a lot about magic and stuff, and I'm pretty sure that this is a deactivated gate to the underworld. Is it Dawn Temple? Did this book open the gate? I don't know. What's the book? <laughs> and I sort of look at where I picked the book up from, and this is question. This is a question for Aubrey. Does it look like it was like in a ritualistic, like someone was reading this off and doing a ritual and voila, gate sort of a thing? Um, it looks like that they were maybe attempting to figure out how the gate worked and so they were kind of just throwing whatever at it to see if it would work but it never did okay until it went boom this book um and i i look at say sinaran as i before i say more this book um deals with magic of life? I... Oh, go ahead. What's it called? Well, it doesn't really have a title on this book, um, but it says something about life force. Hey, uh, really quickly, Aubrey, mm -hmm. what language is the book in? Um... We'll ask quickly before I make anybody make perception checks. Does anyone speak Draconic? I do. Yeah, it's in Draconic. Uh, so you can tell that. But if you don't speak Draconic, you're not exactly sure. Because it's not an incredibly common language in the world. Um, Orion's going to like pick up the explanation. The scholar we work with 
explained it pretty badly. She was very nervous. I don't know what was going on with her, to be honest. From what I understand, it helps wizards do some of the stuff that priests can do. She talked a lot about the soul. So life magic soul magic? Maybe? Yeah, like the transference of life from one place to another? Maybe. See, it's just like, I could try reading it, but I don't speak Dwarvish or read Dwarvish, so I don't know. Oh, I speak well, Dwarvish. Well, actually, and I do the sort of like, you know, nerd glass thing if I had glasses. Um, actually, this is in Draconic. Um, you see, I'm very, very specialized. I, I, I look for a lot of... Um, so a lot of those rare books tend to be in this language. Draconic. That's the language of the dragons. Mm-hmm. I think. Magical creatures. I don't read Draconic either, or Dwarvish for that matter. So it's just a soul magic book. That's very... That's oddly specific to grab. You said someone asked you to grab it? Mm, our patron. Who likes saving books and libraries rare books mm -hmm. you know to protect their uh a librarian that's very noble of them to do <laughs> I, <laughs> by the way if anyone ever i am lying to them through my teeth yeah it wasn't obvious roll a deception i was gonna say they just believe it because marrow season one was kind of gullible <laughs> Uh, so, uh, that is a 19. Uh, a 19? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's just... Versus 10. Is it versus my perception DC per or my deception? Perception DC? Uh, yeah, versus your perception DC. Oh, mine's 22, then. Uh, you can also spend a hero point and re-roll if you would like. I will do that. Yeah. <laughs> Although, with the gullible thing, would, like, Marrow have significant, like, penalties to perception DC in the case of lying? Minus, like, 22, I think. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, that is a 21. You know what? I feel like they just believe you at that yeah. point. Though. Like, I know it's a fail, but on the grounds of I know my character, they're, they're just gonna be like, that's very noble of them to do, you know? Putting a lot of time and effort to preserving books. What's their name? Um, Lilac. Yeah, Lilac. I was about to, at the same time you say Lilac, I was about to say Violet, and I go like, <laughs> Violet Lilac. Huh. I already I said her. Oh, no, I didn't. Never mind. Go Carry on. Lilac. That's a cute name. It's like flowers. <laughs> well, this I mean, Lilac person seems very nice. Yeah, um, I suppose if you want to come along, you could meet Lilac and maybe, I don't know, I, get answers? I guess that, hmm, 
out of character quick statement, Aubrey, can I do that? Because it might break the timeline we've established. Uh, you will get as far as Cressa, and then something will distract you. Okay. It essentially is, once you get to Cressa, you you see the listing for the the whole thing, and then you get separated from her. Okay. Well, because they still have to, they have to travel a bit. Well, yeah, I can come with you guys. It sounds fun. It's like a little traveling trip. Sounds mm, good, then. Right, yeah. Maybe we'll stop at a diner in Cressa before we get there. Sounds good. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. What are diners like? It's where you can so get strange. the picnic food, but with a lot more oil. And they're usually deep fried. Interesting. Sounds like fun. Well, I think the rest of the books seem like they're in good condition. And just if this lilac person is as nice as you say, then I think it's okay to put this book in her care for now. As long as she's not like using it for malicious reasons. And I don't know if any followers of Devon need it back, then she'll give it to them. I trust you guys. You all seem very trustworthy. The seven-foot-tall cloaked figure with glowing yellow eyes just says, yeah, you can trust us. I know. I appreciate you, Zeus. Uh, Are we having this conversation still in this, like, awful basement? Yeah. yeah. We're just yep. chatting in a cursed uh, basement. I, I'm, I'm, I'm already very, very close to the rope to go up and just be like, we found what we came for. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, Orion clocks you wanting to leave. Just kind of like dusts himself off and just like, let's have this conversation somewhere nicer. Uh, true. Like, uh, you guys go ahead really quickly. I'll catch up with you in a minute. I head on out and try to go to the front of the temple. Uh, as do I. Cece is going to go just this of the statue-looking kid. Can, can you repeat that? I didn't hear you. Oh, uh, they're leaving. They're just sus of the statue-looking kid. That's fair. You deserve to be mm. sus. Uh, can I, like, once everyone's gone, can I check out the portal one more time to see, like... Mm. Why Why would Dewan build a portal to the underworld in this abandoned building? Give me a perception check, and more likely than not, uh, uh, the, the portal looks like it was built into the foundations. That's very interesting. So the temple was probably built around this portal, uh, when, uh, it was initially made. I'm using a hero point on that one. I got a three. I'm not taking that. Okay, that's better. That's 26. 26? Um, yeah, it, it is more likely than not the temple was built around this portal. It's built into the foundations, and it's just kind of missing a power source. Interesting. Well, I don't know why you built a temple around a gate like this, but... Well, just... Put a hand on the portal, I guess, just to, like, tap it, just to pat it, like, pat, pat, here you go, wonderful little portal. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you. Yeah. Oh, uh, I hope 
Well, if, if this temple needs cleaning up, at least we got rid of all the undead. Uh, goodbye, portal. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alaska, are you all going to ditch Marrow? Uh, no, Marrow's good. I did invite Marrow. Marrow can come with. Or if there's any <laughs> conversation that three of you wanted to have away from Marrow. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, they are so suspicious. Sure of us? Or just, just in, suspicious themselves? Just in general. They're not from Cressa. Like, so... I don't... I don't want to travel with them. To be completely honest. Well, we just invited them. That would be kind of cruel to just leave them behind. I feel like it'd be funny, like, at least for a bit. Yeah, I mean, we could dine and dash in Gressa. I mean, that's why I recommended that. I mean, not dash, like, leave the Ambali Spadium, like the restaurant. Um, oh, yeah, that's true. Well, dine and pay. And then but dash. dash. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, we should. No, yeah, we should see the reaction to Cressa, actually. And now I am morbidly curious. Okay, I guess we'll wait. Oh, plus I can make sure that the book is super, 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 super safe. Please do. Yes. So about this point, you will catch up with the Mara. Yep, I'll catch up with them completely oblivious that they're going to ditch Pila. <laughs> yep. At some point, she's like, oh, hey, guys, thanks for waiting. But we're going to dine, bay, and then did. Also, we've established that you're going to be ditching us. Exactly. Then I get lost. Like, mm-hmm. Out of character, yes, but in character, Mara was excited to have friends, and you're just like, how can we get rid of them quickly? <laughs> No one said we were playing good people. Yeah. <laughs> no. uh, yeah. I was meant to. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Having a bad day with undead is what happened. True. Yes. So you all head back, and at some point in Creta, you lose track of Marrow for better or for worse. And Marrow, you find a bunch of people talking about a great opportunity exploring a lost city. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yes, so much fun. Uh, and then eventually you all get so back. W- hmm? Does it happen that when we go to dine, we got ditched? Yes, you're the ones who get ditched. Oh, well, they dashed before us. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess we'll just pay and not dash. Yes. But eventually, you find yourselves back in Rose's temple. Right. Temple. Tower. Temple? (laughs) So yes, you're all now in front of Rose's tower. Um, I guess knock on the door. Uh, you hear from inside talking, uh, conversation. And then uh, you hear, just a moment. And then, you know, a minute or two later, 
she comes to him. She's really like, oh, yeah, you're back. Yeah, we're back. You made it. All right. <laughs> that means you are uh, successful? She looks very hopeful. Uh, yes, I believe so. Looks at Curie. Uh, and I start digging through the bag. Um, really digging through the bag. And there's like a very awkward, then maybe slightly panic pause. And then eventually finds the book. <laughs> how much yes. of the pause is you being me and, and how much of the pause is actual like curious a mess? Oh no, I I I I don't have any magical pockets in my bag. I just have a lot of like concealed pockets and based on me in person where I have a, a kind of like bag of holding style where there's lots of pockets and hidden panels and everything I lost my keys for two years and then found them when I had to clean them out for something else two years later so it's very possible to lose something in a bag like that uh so <laughs> uh little side sidetrack but um yeah it, it's mostly just like oh i thought i put it in this uh, pocket oh no 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 it must be in this one oh it's that one and and it's all like a silent conversation you can see it in their face if you're looking but not actually out loud mm. and kind of almost uh at this point kiri is half inside the bag trying to look for it head inside yeah, uh, and then you sort of see the just sort of sweats motion, uh, like face that she has. She's like, ah. uh, but you hand you hand her the book. Uh, not quite. I'm holding it and showing it. Oh, yes, uh, come in. I will make. Well, I'll go get. I'll go get the money. You just make yourselves comfortable. And uh, while Rose is gone, I sort of say it's always best to get the money first because, you know, they might just decide to maybe use the book on you before they pay you and then you're kind of dead. Also, I don't... I have a bad feeling about entering this tower. Call it a hunch and also the Demi-Lich. I think the Demi-Lich can hear us and kind of stares at the skull. <laughs> Which is currently under the, the velvet cloth. Wait, wait, are we inside her office? Are we already inside? Uh, unless you decided not to. She, oh, is, oh, she has she has gestured that you can come in while she goes to, to get the money. If we're... If the conversation was happening outside, I would warn against going in, but if we're already inside, then we're already inside, so it's fine. I, I mean, I probably wouldn't cool. try to pull the book out in public. Okay, good point. We're inside. It's fine. None of that happened. Yeah, yeah the, uh, the skull is underneath the velvet wrap, and as you make all of these jokes about the demi-lich, you can swear you hear someone laugh. Hey, Skull, you got a name? Yes, you can call me Winston. Cool. And then uh, about a minute or so later, uh, Rose comes back with these couple of very large sacks of gold. Uh, she sets them down and just being like, that is 2,200 for each of you. 
I open it, take a quick peek, do mental math. Does yeah. it look like there's 2200? Yes, because she is a math guy. Okay. And look at both Sace and Orion. Like, do I give the book? I mean, I gesture in the affirmative. Yeah. And I hand the book over. She visibly relaxes and she goes, Thank you. Thank you so much. This will help me a lot. Well, thank you. And Sace is going to pick up one of the bags and puts that bag in, like, the inside of their duster. Um, I know you just got back and maybe you're not looking for a job just yet, but if you want, I do have something else that I'm looking for. Oh? Does it pay? What was that? Does it pay? Yes, yes, it does. Pays, pays very well. I'm listening. Uh, involves going to the city of Altheim. There is... I have gotten word that uh, someone has... Uh, Gotten, so there's a, there's an artifact that I have been looking for for a while that has finally reappeared uh, and looking for someone to go procure it for me. Um, all legally, uh, I have set up the set up the deal. I just need people to go exchange money and bring the item back to me. I unfortunately um, I don't get out much and I don't like leaving Celsi. That, that much. If it pays, sure. I wouldn't mind going back home for a little bit. Do you have yes. gossip? Um, you, you did take my wonder cat. And I feel like there's like a flashback scene of like on the way at some point that gift that I put up, I just poured it and rolled around in it. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's fine. Just curious if you had new nip. Sace is going to look at Orion just in for another job. Orion is looking at the skull under the velvet and looks at Rose. Fine. I better not regret this. Yes. Um, so the item in question... I'm not sure because I have to... I still have to verify that it is. But somebody has claimed to have the Shattered Crown of the Mad King. And if yeah, Mad King is a god whose open worship is banned, uh, and is the god of chaos and trickery. Mm -hmm. uh, no. No. <laughs> like, no. I have gone too far already. Nope. Uh, Orion takes his money and leaves. 
I'm still sitting because that sounds fascinating to me. I'll take their cut. Same. Uh, Orion calls 50, over 50? his shoulder. That's fine. Feel free. As he leaves. See you around. Nice hanging out with you. Well, um, yeah. Well, this is the, these are the, the details. So she starts like just rattling off the details of everything, the people you're to meet. And that's probably a pretty good place to, to end all of this. Yay. Uh-huh. And I will let you all go around to tell us who you are, who you played, and where people can find you on that lovely internet one more time. I'll start, because we're just going to keep the same thing. Um, yeah. Hello, I am again. I am Dusty. I use the he pronouns. You can find me online at the Dusty Hill. And you can also find me on this podcast, um, the normal feed as well, playing Joanna Sanchez, the mom from Mexico. Yeah. Uh, but besides that, you can also find me other pods like, oh, hey, on the Mama Gary, another Goblins and Gays podcast, and yeah. Bring Your Own Mech, and mm-hmm. also the person behind Well Season Stories, at Season Stories. And don't forget Wayward Arcadia. And Wayward Arcadia. <laughs> I am in so many things. I will let other people talk. Bye. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll go next. Uh, hi, I'm Mariam. I use they, them pronouns, and uh, you can find me on. Twitter at media underscore junkie. I am a caretaker at Utopia, where we stream lots of uh, cool stuff. And I am also one of three wonderful hosts of Their Super Geek, uh, which is an actual play podcast uh, and stream. Uh, and yeah, um, I guess Twitter, if you want to hit me up. Um, hi, I'm Rook. I've been playing Orion the extremely tired and frustrated champion. Um, Yeah, um, you can find me on Twitter at um, RJK Games. As for specific things, um, Aubrey, do you have an estimate of when this is coming out? Uh, This will probably come out mid-May. Oh, okay, perfect. So, um, when you are listening to this, uh, if you listen to this when it comes on the feed, um, I will be um, kind of like doing my last kind of like streamings and recordings um, up until my like summer hiatus. So check out my link tree where you'll be able to find links to uh, my Twitch channel, uh, twitch.tv slash rjkgames, where I'll be streaming Terraria and Stardew Valley. Um, uh, you'll also be able to find the VODs to that. And if you're listening to this later, um, my Twitter and my link tree will have links to anything uh, relevant, anything pertinent, and yeah, check me out. I I forgot to mention my character. Oh. Uh, uh, so I played Curiosity, a catfolk rogue investigator who is just chaos and catnip. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, yeah. It was a lot of fun. Thank you all so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, uh, and Tick, you're a player. Yeah. yeah, sorry, I'm a player on Goblins and Gaze as well as on Amamagiri. Uh, if you need me for anything, honestly, just contact Goblins and Gaze and be like, give us the furry for something, thanks. Uh, that's furry pretty- art, put it in my hand. I can do furry <laughs> art. If you need a furry on your show, just let me know and I'll probably be like, all right, hi, I'm here. I'll come visit as a treat. 
Uh, just magically teleport. Magically teleport to your table in fursuit if requested. Uh, but yeah, that is me. That is our wonderful cast for today. And it is my job to take us out. So thank you for yeah. listening to another wonderful episode of Goblets and Gaze featuring a wonderful new cast that Dusty you'll see again, but the rest of these guys, well, who knows if they'll show up again. Winks into the camera that doesn't exist. Uh, you are watching this on Patreon, but remember, we do have a Twitter at Goblets and Gaze. Go give that a follow and give us some good ratings on our... Uh, various streaming services have a good day check out all of these amazing cast members because they knocked it out of the park today and eat your vegetables yep eat your vegetables i like broccoli broccoli's good (laughs) i do like broccoli actually i'm a cauliflower fan (laughs) i like Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.